This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. On the show today, you'll find out where book publishing is going and how to take advantage of it. How to identify and avoid publishing predators. What opportunities are emerging as the book trade evolves in new forms. How to avoid losing money and much, much more. Join us now as a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take the author to the next, next level of publishing. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. And now, here's your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Hello, everyone, and good publishing day to you. We have been celebrating this month on a variety of social media uh, related arenas uh, the last few weeks have been overall general type of things. And with a kiss of what our main focus today, which is Pinterest, and that you'll hear my guest and I really reinforce that of the two big mighty powers, or at least growth wise, one would be Pinterest and the other one would be Instagram. So it is something that you should be considering for a variety of areas if your writing and your publishing is in it, and we will talk about it. But let me introduce you to my guest. It is Heather Delisio, um, and or I should say Delisio. Is that right, Heather? Did I say that right? Yes, Delisio. All right, we got it right. All right, so Heather is what I would call a guru. And Heather works with some authors in really um, strategizing and doing some of the management of their Pinterest accounts. And so that's what that's where we're going to go. That's the path we're going to be around today, because, as I said, it is one of the big growths. So I guess, Heather, uh, first of all, welcome to Author You, your guide to book publishing. Thank you. All right. So let's, let's just kind of say, so why Pinterest? Why Pinterest? Um, of all the social media platforms that you can find out there currently, um, Pinterest has the longevity that others don't have because they're more focused in the now. And Pinterest is focused on the, the people who go on Pinterest are focused on the future. Ah, so, I mean, I've heard, I, you know, I certainly understood the, uh, the legs of the longevity um, and they can last like forever, but I've never heard people really say it really is about the future um, and, and putting it that way. So that's terrific. All right. And how, how long has Pinterest been around? Um, that's a good question. I have been personally on Pinterest for about four to five years now. So at least that long, if not a little bit longer. I remember researching some stuff and seeing numbers back to 2012 now. So we're looking at it's been around for a solid bit of time now. But but it's it's really one of the newer ones of, you know, it doesn't have the legs of Facebook, let's say. And, yes, and it doesn't like have that. the legs of Facebook. It also doesn't have the um, things weighing it down that Facebook currently has. <laughs> yeah, well, that's for sure. All right. So, Heather, how many people use use Pinterest? Um, currently, there's like 250 million people in the world who use Facebook, or I mean, um, uh, Pinterest, probably mm-hmm. more than that. And, and and so is that on a daily basis, or uh, is, is there a fraction of that number? No, that would be on a daily basis. People who go on Pinterest go on several times a day, oftentimes. 
um, to research things that they found and that they're interested in and to save ideas for the future for when they have time to go home and, and look into it more in depth. Well, there you go. All right. So let's kind of so you 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 talk about some of the important when I talk to you about some of the important things that people don't know. Um, what would you know, what are some of those that maybe besides just well here before we jump into that, let's kind of do an overview of what Pinterest is. OK, so a quick overview of Pinterest is it is a visual search engine. Um, it has a social aspect such as that people can comment um on the things they uh the, the things that they pen and they can add their own images to the comment section that people can research so um for instance if you're looking up recipes and you want to see exactly does it turn out as it looks like what are people's experiences you can go down to the comment section and look or you can go onto that person's um actual website you can click through um clicking on the pen to click through to their website and mm -hmm. you can continue your research on there if you prefer but Pinterest is primarily a search engine. It's actually the third um, most popular search engine in the world currently. Um, Google's first, YouTube is second, and then Pinterest is a close third. Well, for the new kid on the block, it's doing pretty good then. Yes, there's, very, there's it's a lot of people in between Google and YouTube, <laughs> the platforms that are out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's in, it's in those top three, which is, Another reason why it's very powerful for people who are, um, especially for small marketers who are putting themselves out there because you, what you put on there is going to last for a long time. Well, into the future, as you said. All right, so let's let's talk about um, who should be, <clears throat> besides it's this third largest, it's a very visual platform. It's mm -hmm. easy PC to go on and create an account. You just go to Pinterest.com um, and open up mm -hmm. an account. Are there different types of accounts you can have, Heather? Yes, yeah, so there's two, two forms of accounts that people can have. You can have a personal account, which is just for you to use as you wish. And then you can convert a personal account to a business account. And that is, both of those are free. And the conversion, basically, it doesn't change anything that you've already put on there if, you've already, if you're taking a personal account, an older one, and you're converting it over to a business. Mm -hmm. um, everything will remain the same. The biggest difference is that then Pinterest itself, the search engine, goes from basically looking at your account and seeing it just as a place where people are storing things and they can help. And they'll look and see what's new, but it doesn't give it any kind of weight. Whereas if you have a business account, anything you add to it, especially content that is from a new, new source outside of Pinterest, such as something you would pin from your own website, Mm -hmm. um, all of that is given additional weight in the searches that people would put into. So if you are, if you have a book and you put in the proper keywords into your, when you create your business account um, and you're, you're logging everything um, cleanly into there, then people, when they search for that particular type of book, then your particular content will get uh, heavier weight than something that it does not come from a, um, a plot or a profile that is not a business account. So uh, when you create the business account, do you do an additional profile? Do you have more opportunity to say enhance it or is it all the same? Um, you would, you can do the same things on a personal account as you would do on a business account. But what you do is when you're on a business account, the whole point behind it is you would be doing it with a specific purpose of helping to market your work. 
So mm -hmm. you would go on and you would create your profile with your um, your personal description of of your profile uh, and your image that you would use as your your picture with that in mind. So if you have a, a um, if you have a website, you would want to keep that branding similar. So Pinterest doesn't allow you to necessarily change the background of stuff. When when you go on one profile, they're very similar from each other in the sense that they're all going to have a very similar setup. <clears throat> You're not going to be tinkering with it too much in that way. What you get to change is, and what you get to personalize, is um, the descriptions you put into your board. So a board is... Um, imagine like a big cork board or a board that you would create on Pinterest is um, one section of that cork board that you would label, say, books to read. And then another one would be blogs to read. And then another one, let's say you write a book about unicorns, it would be unicorn stories. And each one of those, you can go in and you can um, put in keywords in the description section that uh, you can actually put a, a phrase in that people can search for. And you can also put in um, just regular hashtag keywords. And all of that is going to help the search engine to search engine to identify what you're putting in there and make it easier for people to find your work. And you can do that on a personal board, but there would be no need to do it the way that there is in a business board. So Heather, how how long have the business accounts been around? Um, I think the business accounts have been around for two or three years now. I, I just have recently gotten into this, so all that was new to me. Um, I do remember seeing stuff when I was using it just as a casual consumer and not really <laughs> registering it for what it was and just blindly going, oh, that's cool. Like, I have a different background. I wonder how they got that. It must be they, they got some upgrade before I did. And now that I am working in this, as a, you know, helping other people build their Pinterest profile, profiles and promote their work, I'm much more aware of all the little changes that they make and why they do that. So um, it's, it's just funny coming at it from going from being a consumer to, a, you know, someone who's a, a creator, it changes your perspective. Well, I this I have to tell you, this is a wow. And guess what I'm going to be doing when we're done with this show today? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you need me help, you know where to get me. Uh, you, you are kind of like at the first call, I, I have to wrote down call Heather, um, be, because this, this is actually new to me. So I love new stuff. How cool is this? And yeah, I need to. yeah, and this is huge. So let me come back to it. So we, we can do keywords and phrases. We add that in. I think we've actually been doing it on, I think I'm just on the personal side. Um, but I won't okay. be by tomorrow. Um, but then you have, so do you, do you start doing this separation? It's like on Facebook, I would tell people, Heather, that if you keep personal stuff on Facebook, once you start with your book and your business, that's where that goes. I mean, if you want to rant and rave about politics, it doesn't go on your business page. It doesn't yeah, go, I would, separate the I animals. Would say um, if you, you, if you've been using your, if, if you're a person who has a personal, um, mm -hmm. pro profile, that's a tongue teaser right there. But if you do and you, you can start a whole new account that is only for your business account if you do not want to have certain things spread out to the public. You can also choose to keep your, if you just don't want to redo everything, you can choose to keep your personal profile and convert it to a business account and then just make some of those boards what are called secret boards, which is simple. You just go into your board where it has the edit function you just okay, click on it and I'm going to have you hold that for a sec. We're going to go to a commercial break real quick. 
But okay. uh, this is really important. And so let's come back to when we come back, secret, secret, and also how do you do the conversion? It's all through you, okay. your guide to publishing. We're talking Pinterest and hot stuff. We'll be right back. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Is there a book in you or another? Author You shows you how to create, develop, and publish your book without being hoodwinked. If you already have a book out, you will find a supportive and brainstorming community that is connected and creative no matter where you live. Author You brings in national experts for its book camps and annual Author You Extravaganza. It has regular meetings and delivers webinars for its members on timely topics. Through Author You's extensive network, Members enjoy exclusive benefits, including significant discounts for a variety of services necessary to publishing. Author Use, the premier authoring resource in the country, creating community, education, guidance, vision, and success for the serious author. If you want to create a book that has pizzazz, punch, and panache, Author You is for you. Timely author and publishing tips and articles are posted on its social media platforms, and it is free. Discover Author You, where authors go to become seriously successful. Join Author You today at authoryou.org. First impressions are everything in the world of book publishing. Whether your book is an ebook, a print version, or both, your book cover needs to pop sizzle and sparkle to immediately capture the attention of your audience and your book's interior needs to be just as dynamic and reflect the professionalism your readers demand nick selinger of nz graphics has won numerous national and international book awards for his cover designs and interior layouts with over 20 years of experience in graphic design he knows what it takes to create award-winning books and the many promotional pieces that authors need such as posters, banners, postcards, one-sheets, business cards, logos, and more. Visit ncgraphics.com and see what authors and publishers have to say about their award-winning books and how NZ Graphics can make your book the success it was meant to be. That's nzgraphics.com. Are you confused about publishing options? Do you know which printing option is best for your book? Does your stomach flip when you think about selling books? Or do you feel overwhelmed with what to do about book marketing and publicity? Get the answers and much more. Get them and from someone who knows publishing inside and out from both the traditional and independent sides how to make a successful book. You can't do it alone without paying the price. You can spend your money creating a book that turns out to be so-so, or you can create a book that looks and feels classy, builds your brand and platform, and is a success, a bestseller. It is your choice. You choose. If you want author and publishing success, you want Judith Bryles as your book coach. Sign up for her weekly blogs and e-zine at thebookshepherd.com. 
Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Well, I have to tell everyone, I went to my Pinterest account during the break, and yours truly has a personal account, but that will not last for long. Um, and if you have a book, which most of you who are listening in have, or the ones who, who don't have and are listening in will have, this is something I think you need to, to know about, because this is part of your book promotion, your book marketing. Um, that you go into place. And so you want to really start thinking about what your expertise is um, for the nonfiction um, our nonfiction authors who are on board here. That's easy to do. Uh, but for and for the fiction, you're always wondering, what am I an expert in? Well, you do research, you've got genres, you've got all kinds of things that you can pull from in that process. But this is huge. So um, Heather, you get a home run. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you get a, you get a home run. All right. So um, I want to come back to some of the other things you said. So keywords and phrases, I certainly understand, and I understand hashtags. But you're saying, should we be putting um, hashtags on our Pinterest boards? Yes. You should put um, some hashtags on your Pinterest board that relate back to that particular board. So yep. you, you would not use every hashtag that applies to your writing, like every aspect of yourself as an author or your writing. What each board will be um, a section of your writing or your interest that you want the keywords to be keyed into, basically. You don't want to just put in a bunch of stuff because you want it to be very tight. And how many hashtags should you be using? Um, you can use up to 20 hashtags in Pinterest, especially yes. like on the panel you're coming up. Um, like but I, pardon? Like Instagram. Yes, but unlike Instagram, those are things you would put on your pins. That you that you're using to actually send out, you know, like a dandelion seed into the wilds of Pinterest. But on your board, you would want to keep it down to something tighter, something you know, five to six that that are really relevant to what that board is about. And the same when it comes to your profile, you don't want on your profile um, where you're talking about yourself in your description area. Um, you don't want to have like you know just. With, with keywords. You want it to really be very tight into what you, the, the most focused group that you can imagine. When, when you, let's talk about the profile for a sec. So let's you're doing your modification profile for your uh, business account and you bring it in. Is it better to, um, like I always put down my, I'm a book and publishing expert, which would be the no brainer. You put a hashtag in front of book and one of, in front of publishing. Would it be better to go ahead and write the, um, I, and I don't know how many characters Pinterest allows, maybe you can help us here, but it, would it be better to wait to do the one sentence description and then add it at the end, even though you repeat those words? Yes, that's how I do things when I'm working on people's accounts. Um, I think because of the way that things come up in the search mm -hmm. engine itself, it's nicer to have it as a tighter, like as a, as a description that is a, uh, a sentence that people can read because sometimes it will get cut off depending on if they're reading it um, using a mobile device or their laptop, it can cut off your description. So you want it to make that 
a little bit more easy to read and also compelling for people to click through and read the rest of it. And then how many, do you know how many um, character space that they're allowed for their profiles? Pardon, I, you said what? How many characters, you know, word spaces um, yes. they're allowed um, for their profile on Pinterest? On the profile, I believe it's 150 characters on your, um, or maybe, it's, yeah, I think it's 150 characters on your descriptions. But then on your pin descriptions, the things that you are going to have that link back you know, that come up in people's feed and that link back to whatever site you want to link them back to, um, those can have uh, a longer description. But the amount that is shown initially is pretty short. I want to say probably like 30 to 40 characters um, and, you know, include spaces and whatnot. But then when cl people click through to read the rest of the description, that can be longer. Got it. So it'll spill over. All right. So great information. So free business account. All right. Now, what about claiming your website? Is that something, yeah. would it be different from your personal? Um, can you have both personal and business, or do you convert your personal to the business? So you mean um, personal and business website or personal and business account for account. Pinterest? Uh, on, on Pinterest. Okay. You have these, yeah. yeah. So you can have both. You can have uh, a personal um, account that you just keep for yourself and then your business account, or mm -hmm. you can have one that is, you know, merged. Um, and as we mentioned earlier, you can, if you don't want to, if you want to keep your personal account and turn it into a business account that have certain things that are not seen by your followers, then mm -hmm. you can just select to make those secret, which is a very simple process of clicking the word secret and then it locks your account. It locks that board so people can't see it. Um, as for claiming your website, that is absolutely imperative. It is one of the top, there's three things that Pinterest tells you to do if you're going to have a business account and you want to be profitable and, and actually get the kind of uh, people coming to your, your website as you want. And that is um, sign up for your free business account, claim your website, and post original content from your site. Those are the three simple things you need to do. Claiming your site is the way that you will know if people are clicking through. It gives, it gives you analytics because Pinterest does provide some free analytics on their business accounts that will show you who is following your content that you've pinned back to the site that it mm -hmm. belongs to. And so if you don't, if you have not claimed your website, you will not be able to see that. And then um, you're kind of, you're wasting a very important tool, a very valuable tool that they give you. And then you can also, when you've claimed your website and you can put a, a pin button a widget on your website and then that also shows who's going from your site to your Pinterest stuff. So who's clicking through on the stuff and saving things from your site to their personal profiles that you might not know about otherwise. All right. So I'm looking at my website, my Pinterest, and it has Pinterest.com forward slash Judith Bryles. Does that mean I've claimed it? Um no, if you if you only have a personal site, you cannot claim your website, because you're not getting analytics. And the way that you claim your website is um, slightly complicated for people who are not familiar with web design. Um, you don't have to be uh, proficient at this, but you will probably have to watch a YouTube video to learn how to do it, much like I did. And um, depending on what, uh, where your website is being built, whether it's WordPress or Wix or what, will determine where you put the meta tag or code that allows Pinterest to have access to your website and start watching that um, traffic. 
Okay. All right. Well, it, 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 this discussion is actually getting more complicated than what I thought. So the three things I heard you say that are must-dos is one, create a business account, two, claim it, and three, always upload original content. Is that correct? Did I hear that right? Yeah. Okay. If, that is, if you're using Pinterest to market yourself and market your business, then you, mm -hmm. must, be, you must be doing those three things, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I always post original content, so I get I get that one, but I, I, I don't know if I've claimed or not, so we're going to find that out, but I did strike out on business accounts. So, um, see, this is even when you're longer in the tooth out here, people, you got to keep on top of stuff. Um, to well, really but say it again, Heather. Everything, everything's changing and, and moving at a fast pace, so, you know, it's that's part of the fun of it, though, is keeping in, you know, keeps you busy Absolutely. and keeps you busy. Absolutely. And, and that's what's really important um, to know. So and for, I'm for one that I love learning new stuff. I mean, how boring is it when you don't learn new stuff? I mean, although I will celebrate, you know, last month we had a, the National Goof Off Day. I think we all need a Goof Off Day. But yeah. <laughs> I'm for that. <laughs> but we Very need to true. It, perfect. All right. So um, lots of really good information. So let's talk about the, um, that people could think about. So we have the structure, they have the account, they're going to move along, they're going to pay attention, they're going to watch the videos if that was what they need to do to, the, to figure out how to do the business account and go off the claiming. Or they call you, Heather. How do they get a hold of you? Um, email is probably the best because it is uh, one of the few things in my life that isn't subject to my children. So um, if they wanted to email me, they could email me and I could give them some information. Um, and also, uh, we'll be posting on your blog some of the articles I've written for you regarding this if they uh, yes. find themselves unable to, like, you know, reach out and, and have, you know, get someone to actually do it for them. They can always find ways to do it for themselves following some simple rules. Mm -hmm. Well, Heather, let's give them the email that they go to. Okay, so my email address um, is forest underscore dryad at hotmail.com, and I'll spell that. So that's F as in Frank, O-R-R-E-S-T underscore dryad, D as in dog, R-Y-A-D at hotmail.com. All right, so with that said, and I'm going to, and we have one minute to our next break, and then we're going to come back and talk about posting and content and who's best suited and so much more. But um, I, I think it's also important to let all of you know, Heather is doing a three-part series, has done, I should say has done, a three-part series on the authoru.org website. So that's A-U-T-H-O-R, you all know that, and Y-O-U.org. And if you just go into the blogs, um, they'll be really fairly frequent and scroll through, and they're very detailed. There's a part one, two, and three and you want to take advantage of it because this is one of the tools that you can use. And what I love about Pinterest um, is that it is the ideal place to take those original tips, how-tos, ideas, da-da, and create typographics and post them up. And it's mm -hmm. a great way for promotion. And with that, we're going to take our next break. It's all you, your guide to book publishing. Is your guide to book publishing. 
Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. Discover the power of you and your book at the Judith Bryles Unplugged events. Each summer, Judith Bryles Book Marketing Unplugged unfolds over three intensive days working with just Judith. You get publishing strategies, author and book platforms, book marketing panache and pizzazz, and authoring tools to take you and your book to rock star success. In the fall and winter, Judith Bryles Speaking Unplugged includes Judith as your coach and mentor during two powerful days. You will learn how to structure a speech, how to create openings and closings, how to find gigs that pay you and sell your books, and you will get one-on-one -on -one coaching. Go to thebookshepherd.com and click on the Events tab to learn how to participate at the next Unplugged Workshop event. Ned Thompson and Harry Shore started Thompson Shore in 1972. They believed employees with great character would make up the best company. They were right. They hired people who were not only experts in bookmaking, but who were obsessed with quality and delivering exceptional customer service. Almost 40 years later, Thompson Shore remains a 100% employee-owned company. Ned and Harry knew that successful customer projects are a direct result of empowered employees. We specialize in all books for large and small publishers. Creating beautiful and well-made books, we're dedicated to pleasing our customers by making the experience a good one from start to finish. The personal touch we have with our customers allows us to be innovative in solving their most difficult challenges. Our platform also ensures that we can remain flexible to meet our customers' unique needs and expectations. Our marketing kit can create buzz for your title, enhancing the promotion of your book during infancy. When you need to test the market to gauge your future sales, we can provide digitally printed books that will transition seamlessly into a larger offset run. From ebook to hard copy to delivery, our skillful customer service teams are at the ready to answer your most pressing questions. At Thompson Shore, we know that making the highest quality books requires more than just best technologies. It requires superior customer service, professionalism to the trade, and commitment to environmental and social values. With these standards of excellence in place, you can be sure that we will always help you put your best book forward. Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Coming up, you'll hear more about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. All right, so it's author you, and we're talking of all things the third most active, most coveted, most uh, um happy, I think, I, as people are quite content with Pinterest. And I know that you're, you know, Heather uh, talks about it's going toward the future. Pins last basically forever in many cases, and mm -hmm. they can be regurgitated and brought back to life for, for whatever reason, I think. So we're, we're talking about some of those things and the strategy. So we've learned you need a business account. 
Um, mm-hmm. You got to claim your website, and it's really important. So, do we need to post every day, or is there a variable here, Heather? Yeah, consistency is your friend when it comes to Pinterest, and probably all social media. Um, for, but for Pinterest, the recommendation is um, posting every day what you can. So. Um, some people I know go only three pins a day, but they do every day. Others have more time or, um, or content to post, so they post uh, five to ten times a day. And whatever you're doing, whether it's a little bit or a lot, if you're doing it consistently, then you will see your growth. You will see the impressions, the amount of times that your work and your content gets um, put in front of other people's eyes on their newsfeed. You'll see that just grow exponentially every day, practically, once you, once you start becoming consistent and the platform recognizes that here's someone who is a great content provider and creator, we want to put, you know, it, it starts weighting yours more highly and then you just get uh, more views that way. Mm-hmm. Which is the key to it. Yeah. That, that, that's Perfect. what you want to do. And then um, there, what about that... Um, um, when you're talking about original content, it, you're referring to something you have and then you bring it over, or are you bringing over something from your website to pin on, or um, uh, would it be like taking your blog and then creating yeah. a short image, then you have a shortener from it, those kind of things? Yeah, all of those would be content, original content. Um, original content is also anything that you would put on Pinterest that is not already on there. So if if you have someone else's work that you want to also promote through your, your profile, then mm-hmm. you can, your original content would be stuff from their site as well. Um, like reposting or repinning content within Pinterest is also something that's important because they want people who are good curators of information. They don't just want someone who's going to be um, only promoting themselves and kind of spamming the, the network. Um, but Having original content consistently put up along with repinning from within the site to help build build your boards and build the content in those boards so that it starts to be easily recognizable as a certain, um, basically with certain keywords associated with it for the search engines. Both of those things are very important. You can't just do one or the other. You really need to do both. So the repinning, the 80% of repinning, and the 20% of original content. Like, again, like a lot of social media sites would, would recommend. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a question because you're talking about doing one a day, but what if you've got, you know, I, I have I have multiple content that goes out every day um, on on my other forms. Um, like mm-hmm. I have three different blogs that I do a week and I've got I know as a wow and I have the podcast that we do one time a week and then I have posters I put up every day. All right. So. If are we restricted to one a day? I mean, are you handicapped? So what if you want to do no, the? No, there's no handicap on it. It's it's it is literally like as much as you want, but a good um a good percentage is the eighty twenty rule. Eighty percent other people's content that you share on into your boards and twenty percent yours. But you don't have to adhere to that. Um, you know, too strictly as much as long as you are being uh both a good creator of content and bringing stuff in and a curator of content from within the site itself. Mm-hmm. But right. if you have a lot of content, then then go for it because it is, it is fantastic to have a lot of content to put on. Most people struggle to find the content. And so they're taking, um, maybe they post once or twice a week to their blog, 
And then what I recommend for those people is if you don't have a lot of content, that's okay too. If you only have one or two um, things that you post a week, then take that content and create two to three different images, different pins, um, using like a, a graphic designer like Canva, and use that to um, to create several different images, and then just pin those, you know, one a day or whatever um, works for you. Uh, so you're not you're not restricted to anything, but neither um, should someone feel restricted because they don't have they don't or they think they don't have enough content. You do have enough. You just have to get more creative with how you market it. Oh, that's, yeah. Well, market, it is all about marketing. But now you brought in the fact that always include hashtags. All that mm -hmm. opens up so much when you start doing that. Yes. Yes, because it does. People, it helps, it helps yeah. people to find your work. People see things in different areas. All right. And you mentioned Canva for creating mm -hmm. creating the board um, to drop in, correct? Uh, yeah, Canva would be the graphic design program you would use, and there are others out there, so um, you know, yes. don't feel restricted on that, but it's the one that I'm currently using to create the um, pins and images that would go onto someone's blog and then from there as well onto Pinterest. And Pinterest does have um, restrictions on the sizes that they use, though. They want you to use a two to three aspect ratio um, and usually like a 600 by, I think, 900 um, pixel images, but you can... You can play around with that slightly as long as it's a two to three ratio and it's not some kind of like huge long giraffe. And they call it giraffe and uh, typographics when someone um, creates one of those super long ones. Mm -hmm. Well, that, I mean, I'm a big fan of Canva um, and using it. And there's so much available on the site that's free um, yeah. that you don't even have to think further. And then I'll just mention it. I've mentioned this many times. But a great place I go shopping for images is Pixabay, P-I-X-A-B-A-Y. And that's another free site. Just ignore the first top line, which is all Shutterstock and that kind of thing. The first line of images, the first line, ignore that and just dive down below. And you can cherry pick and use, use what you want to your heart's delight. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Very cool. All right. So... Heather, in, in, you've been doing this for a while, working with people and things like that. What are the questions you wish that people would ask you <laughs> that they don't? I wish they would ask me, first off, how long is it going to take to get results? Because sometimes they don't think to ask that, and mm -hmm. then they don't start asking it until they start getting frustrated. So if you ask it as an outside or as a beginning of things, mm -hmm. then you're going to be prepared. So... Pinterest is the long game. It is not something you're going to see results in in a week. Um, expect to start seeing good growth if you're consistent with your pinning. Um, good growth on your impressions you're getting, which means the num you know the amount of times that the things that you have you've pinned, whether they're your content or mm -hmm. repins from within, um, Pinterest, that will grow very quickly once you start getting consistent. Um, when you start seeing people actually start to save your information that is actually yours and going back to your site and linking back usually takes, um, depending on how much content you have, uh, anywhere from three months to six months, or I mean, not three, yeah, three to six months. And you can start seeing growth before that. But um, according to White Glow Social Media, it, it really depends on um, how long it takes you to uh, keep your content circulating consistently. And, um, and it usually takes about if you're selling something on Pinterest, which is if you're marketing yourself, you probably are selling a 
product or service, it's um, you're going to start seeing purchases. R- roughly 50% of those purchases happen within two and a half months of consistently pinning and being active on the site. So would it make sense for someone to have a board that's stuff for sale or, I mean, who knows what we're going to call it, but that it, it could be your books or it could be whatever, even though they're certainly findable on Amazon, that you have a board yeah, specifically yeah. for that? Yeah, I would say to do that. I would also say not necessarily to call it stuff for sale. <laughs> um, I, I always recommend that um, the people that I'm helping with their profiles, that their very first board, when someone opens up your profile, should be whatever your name is, you know, so Judith Bryles, books and blog. And then that is where you will definitely put all of your stuff, regardless of what, you know, whether it's videos that you make, which you can upload videos now, whether it is um, uh, your blog or the books that you've written, content that relates back to them, all that stuff should should be on there. And mm-hmm. then from there, you can create, and, and this is one of the things I really love about Pinterest, is you can create several different boards that, that are all about your book or, or your content, whatever it is that you're promoting, um, and, but they can, they can target different aspects of that. So someone who has, um, for, you know, in your case, you're, you, know, you help publishers or um, authors who are publishing, but there's different aspects of that that, you, that even one book of yours will relate to. So you can take each chapter of your book and you can make a board that's related to that and pin content. You can pin content from within Pinterest and that relates to it. So it starts to make that make sense. But then you can also put your book on that one. And then on the next one, that's about chapter two and then chapter three. And, and each, each of those boards would not be called book, you know, the name of the book, chapter one. It would rather be um, something that is very clear and understandable for the consumer what it is that they're looking for. Because you're providing something that they're already looking for. You just have to make it easy for them to find you. Right. So are you saying, you know, first of all, I'm thinking, okay, we have a board book. Oh, we've got 30 seconds to our next commercial. But 30, uh, that you've got a board book besides that, but you're going to break down in the chapter, which will have all subtitles or whatever, and mm-hmm. you would have another board for each one of those, or you're going to keep them all underneath the name of the book? Um, oh, no. If they was me, I would put a board for each one of those if they were, if they were different. If there are oh. variations on a theme, maybe not. I would have it all in one board, but if, board. if you have right. several seconds... thought, Heather, hold on to that thought. We're going to be right back. Um, and more, more to come on Pinterest. This is your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. And we'll be right back with more great information right after these. The book shepherding concept is simple. The publishing world is changing, and so must you. You need an experienced shepherd and guide to collaborate with you as you create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve your publishing goals. 
publishing is riddled with obstacles, sometimes nightmares for the author. You do not need more problems. You want solutions. Dr. Judith Riles will shepherd you through the maze and chaos. At times, she has had to step in and rescue a book, a book that has been sabotaged by a publisher, by a publishing service provider, and sometimes even by the author. If you want author and book success, connect with her today at thebookshepherd.com. At Total Printing Systems, customer service is our priority. We are located in Southern Illinois. Our employees have an average of 18 years experience and know that customer relationships are important to our continued success. We have been a short-run book printer for nearly 40 years and always stay at the forefront of technology. Our niche is from 1 to 5,000 copies. Today, we offer digital black and white and four-color high-speed inkjet printing, a cost-effective way to introduce color into your short-run titles. We, of course, offer traditional offset printing as well. Bindery is done in-house, from adhesive case binding to PUR perfect binding to mechanical binding of all types, including side sewing. We provide warehousing, kitting, distribution, inventory management, a new print-on-demand facility, streaming browser-based ebooks, and bookstore. Call us at 1-800-465-5200 for a quote on your next book project. You can also visit our website at www.tps1.com. Welcome back to your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. If you want to write and publish a book, if you want to be successful as an author, your guide to book publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, is for you. Stay tuned and you'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now to get you published. So let's get back to the show. And here again is your host, Dr. Judith Riles. Welcome back to our final segment here. This has been really a really hands-on show with new ideas, which I love to learn. Um, And Heather has really opened up a phenomenal portal so one of the things that we really need to kiss on, besides, you know, the questions that I, that I always like to ask my guests, what do you wish that clients or people who are inquiring about their area of expertise would ask that they never do? And, and Heather did say, don't be patient. Basically, I'm going to sum up. Be patient. It's not going to happen overnight as you build your audience. It could, it could come soon, but... You know, give it three to six months to really get some legs. Is that correct, Heather? Yes, it is. And and bear in mind that during that time, you're being consistent. So you're spending your time, but you're not really spending very much money at all unless you choose to do ads or promoted pens, which I wouldn't suggest doing until you have some traction anyway and, and you're and until you're comfortable using just the regular business form of, of Pinterest. All right. And, and also, everyone, you're all going to go get a business account for sure including yeah. yours truly here. All right. And then, is, and, and so is Pinterest really worth their time? In your absolutely. opinion? All right. Absolutely. Yes. So for marketing, for visibility, for being an influencer, I'll just add those things on it. And then um, my question, Heather, is, and then I want to come back to this board thing um, on, on, on breaking up a book, which which intrigues me. Um, okay. How much content does, does it make sense for um uh, a, a author um, to bring over from their website that they've already posted out. Do they get penalized with that at all? 
No, so you're not going to be penalized um, by bringing over all your blogs and, and starting to post all that. You do want to be cautious at the beginning, especially with a new account, to not just start like putting all of your content on right away without also um, taking things from within Pinterest to put onto your profile. Because again, they want to see creators, which is what you are doing when you're putting new, new mm -hmm. things on from your, your profile. But you mm -hmm. also want to be a curator, which is when you're taking things from the search engine and you're, you're using it on your um, profile as well. So mm -hmm. if you're new, definitely at the beginning, follow the 80-20 rule. It'll help keep you sane as well because you won't feel like you have to fill up your board with only your stuff. Um, mm -hmm. And then as you get you know, further along and you're more comfortable and understand it and you have a lot of content, just go back into your if, – if you have had a website for a long time and you want to start promoting – the older stuff as well as the newer stuff you're creating, then go ahead. You know, definitely put all that stuff up. Just, um, you know, give yourself time to not just, you know, waterfall it into your profile right away. Waterfall it. What a oh, what a very graphic phrase. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> or fire hose. Fire hose is another good way of, of imagining. You don't just want to like. You want to be a little more targeted at the beginning there. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I think that that's wonderful on that. And then my last question before we come back to the board, when really deal with, um, I'm a big believer in um, using some type of a scheduler. Otherwise, I mean, I, oh, yeah. I, you know, we always hear from people on social media how, how, what a suck it is. It is. It can suck a lot of time out. Yes, so, it can. Yeah. So, yeah. What are your, what are your, some of your recommended methodologies here? Um, I would say even if you're only doing your own profile and you're not maintaining anyone else's, definitely get a scheduler. If you have, um, if time is it's precious to you as it is for most of us, because you do want to be posting con consistently throughout the day. And I mean, you can, you can do a pen dump basically where you put all of your stuff in at one time in the morning or evening, uh, even if you're doing that every day. And that's, that's perfectly fine if you are that person and you enjoy using it in that way. And that's, you know, that's called manually pinning when you just go on and do it yourself. But yep. a, a scheduler is going to save you time. And it is going to, while it, at the beginning for everyone, it's going to have a learning curve if you're not familiar with them. They also will allow you to pin at times that are appropriate for your audience. So a good scheduler will also give you um, it'll look at your um, your time zone, and it'll mm -hmm. give you the time frames that people that you are hoping to you know to market towards when they're on Pinterest. It'll look at your time zone and see when people are on Pinterest. Um, you can also choose to say, you know what, I don't want to only market to my people. I want to market to the world. So you can spread your you can use a scheduler to spread your pins out throughout the day and evening. So when you're sleeping, your scheduler can be pinning for someone who's just waking up in London. And that's fantastic, too. Um, you do pay a little bit of money for schedulers, uh, usually between anywhere from $5 to $15 is what I see. I currently use Tailwind. I love it. It is on the $15 end of things. Um, if you pay monthly, if you pay, um, if you pay upfront for a year, then it's $10 a month. So, you know, save a little bit of money if you, if you know you're going to be consistent with it um, and you want that consistency. But either way, it is the one that works, I think, the most – it meshes well with what, what you need to do with your marketing strategy on Pinterest anyway. Some of the other schedulers don't give you the same amount of ability to pin from within Pinterest so that you can be a curator as well as a creator. And Tailwind allows you to do both sides of that equation. 
Um, oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, tail, Tailwind yeah. sounds like the, and also Tailwind is kind of got the seal of approval from Pinterest, doesn't it? Yes, it does, which is really important. When you're looking at a scheduler, um, whatever you're using, whether, and especially regardless of what social media site you're, you're mm-hmm. advertising on, if mm-hmm. you choose a scheduler that that website or that platform doesn't allow, then you're wasting your time and money because eventually you're going to get kind of caught red-handed essentially and then penalized and have your account suspended. So on Pinterest, for sure, they do penalize people who use unapproved schedulers. It may take time for them to hunt you down, but they will, and then you will regret it because you have to go length of time in the pokey. <laughs> and, and the pokey, what is the Pinterest pokey? Um, basically, they'll suspend your account until you go and personally like email them or contact them and say, I'm a real person, I'm not a bot, I'm not trying to scam people, or I'm not trying to promote like unsavory business deals and once you once you've proven who you are then they'll take your you know they'll they'll unlock your account but um and that's another reason you do want to be cautious about basically spamming um your profile with a bunch of outside content because it a lot of people do use pinterest especially like unsavory types to Mm -hmm. promote um just you know crappy websites and and fake news and all that kind of stuff so you just have to be you know intelligent in the way that you do things so when it comes from it. your own stuff and your own website as one of the the birthing um it's just so much better yes absolutely yeah yeah I, I, so I, I love that okay so um you mentioned timing i so i, I don't want to leave us without talking about timing and and you know for example linkedin has some certain time frames that are better than others mm-hmm. Um, but then you mentioned, well, gee, if you want to have it available, see, I would be, uh, for me, I would be global. I mean, you have, mm-hmm. I mean, I did an Ask Judith webinar one time. I had someone call me from Uganda, if you can oh, believe that. Oh, my goodness. Wow, I can't believe it. Yeah, so, <clears throat> you, you know, and I've had people call from Hong Kong and things. So I think that you've got to be aware of this global capability that mm-hmm. you have. So, you know, when I think that way, it sounds like maybe we should be pinning around clock but i could be wrong tell me about that no i think that is um i think that is a great idea to be pinning around the clock it does help to spread out your pens to be um available for multiple you know multiple different people in different parts of the world um i guess it also depends on really who you're targeting if you have a book that is really geared at american audiences or geared at american audiences in texas then pin for that that time zone Mm -hmm. um and if, and if you're using a scheduler, you can set up your profile to um, be in line with that time zone. Um, and, if you, and if you want to set up your profile to, on a scheduler to be available for multiple time zones, then you have the freedom to also um, – now, you'd probably have to do the research on the optimal time frames for those areas, but you could also set up um, – times where your pins go out that are not considered optimal for the time zone that you have selected as your area, but would that you know from your research would be great for the areas that you're also trying to reach, like Germany or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but then also that Germany is what, what uh, I'm going to say maybe for me in Colorado, it's going to be at probably at least seven out time zones ahead of me. Yeah. But then you also want to think, like, when are those people on? So most people tend to be on Pinterest. Pardon? That's exactly right. 
And, and different cultures have different ways of utilizing these platforms. So um, strangely, one of the people I work on, so she's in San Diego, and the one of the optimum times that I keep getting for her profile is set for like two in the morning on like weeknights. And I think these people must have insomnia because I'm not up at that point in time. So yay you, I mean, go for it. But I don't know, but that's just the one of the optimal times for that area. Oh, and and that's what you need to understand. So that's where the scheduler, everybody, is going to give you sanity so you can sleep while those other people are up. And that's mm-hmm. what, that's yeah. what's really important. Okay, Heather, we have two minutes or less left. What uh, is there anything you can kiss on those boards that that we have missed? <laughs> um, the boards. Let's see. The boards are one of, are the heart of your work. So they have a lot going for them, um, and there's just there's a lot of information for it. But it, a lot of it's common sense. Once, and uh, in, in, in the um, blog articles that I've written for you, I do have a huge section that talks about boards, and um, because there is just so much to be aware of. Let me bring up one of the articles, and I can skim it for you. Um, so you're going out. You know, one of the things though, some people get confused as to what kind of boards to go on. So let me give you a quick breakdown on boards that would be important to have from the get-go if you are an author. Your really good. Yep, Jane. So let's use the, the use your name, Judith Bryles. Judith Bryles books and blog. Then you would have one board that is totally just for a book. You know, book with title, like t- title one, book title two, and so on and so forth. Then you would want to have things that um, also relate to you as a person, as an author, that can help you to promote yourself through your blog. So if you are a parent or a grandparent or a pet parent, have a board about that, write blogs about it, and then go forward and, you know, write. Um, Food, travel, writing tips, fantastic. Blogging tips, if you do podcasts, podcasting tips. Um, Have a book club board and make sure your book is on there consistently. Mm. Um, Okay, yeah, we're going to have to stop. (laughs) Guess what? Okay. We're going to have to do this show again. We'll have to do a part two. Like the blogs, you know, as you started putting the blogs together, we saw that they were growing. And and so I think we're going to have to bring you back and do another show. um, Okay, that sounds great. All right. So, everyone, happy writing, happy publishing. um, And we are in the heart of now spring, certainly in the Rockies. And so here we go. Thanks for being with us. It's Author You, your guide to book publishing. Thank you for being a part of your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Each week, a variety of publishing pros will deliver insights and strategies to take you, the author, to the next level. You'll learn tips and secrets on how to create, strategize, develop, publish, and achieve book publishing success by making one very simple change in your book's journey. How to avoid the publishing predators. How to create an author and book platform that rocks. Learn how to make a living with your words and your books. Learn how to publish a book that has no regrets and so much more. For more information, check out AuthorU.org, where authors who want to be seriously successful go. And Judith's website, TheBookShepherd.com. 
Then join us again here next week for more. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Brought to you by Author You and the Book Shepherd. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network.